Snoots. This is Trey Murphy, and I'm with Michael Claire. And we are Snooty Vegans. Vegans. And we are with SoFlo Vegans. Thank you for joining us on the SoFlo Vegans podcast. I'm your host and founder of SoFlo Vegans, Sean Russell. Our guests today are Michael Claire and Trey from the Snooty Vegans. They join us to talk about their transition to the vegan lifestyle as an African-American couple over the age of 40. Today's episode has been brought to you by Clean Machine. We want to give a huge shout out to Clean Machine for their ongoing support for the vegan community, helping nonprofit organizations, as well as coming up with some really innovative products. We've had the opportunity to speak to their founder, Jeff Palmer, multiple times and some of the things that they're creating, the papers that they're working on. It's really impressive stuff, especially on the potential of plant-based foods, providing you with the essential nutrients that your body needs. So we have a code with Clean Machine that you can use. So make sure you use code SOFLOWCMA at checkout to get 15% off your order and you can get the link in our show notes or look for cleanmachineonline.com. Hey everybody, this is Sean Russell, founder of SoFlow Vegans and host of this podcast, the SoFlow Vegans podcast. And today we have the snooty vegans on the show. Say hello to everybody, snooty vegans. Hello, everyone. I am Michael Claire, half of Snooty Vegans. <laughs> Hello, Snoots. What's going on? Yo, this is Trey Murphy, the other half of Snooty Vegans. Fired up and ready to go. One might say the better half. No. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, it's good. Equal it's equal. Halves. It's equal. It's, it's equal, equal half. Yeah, right, right. We're, we're the yin and yang of this thing. That's right. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to please, please, can you just bring your energy up a little bit? It's a little bit low energy. Just a little bit low we energy. Get, we get that all the time. And I try to tell him, pick it up, Papa. Pick I, it up. I know. I, I, I know. Some, sometimes it's just it's just what it is. You know, you when you wake up and you feel good, it, it just shows. It just shows. It's, it's the being in lifestyle. <laughs> no, I love the energy. I love the energy. So tell us a little bit about Snooty Vegans. Like, what's your story? Like, how'd you guys come together? Oh my gosh, there's so much to this story. I will try to keep my part as brief as possible because I know um, we got a lot to talk about today and we're super <laughs> excited. We have lots of energy. Um, so Snooty Vegans came about, we actually were sitting around the table one day and discussing some of the um, health issues that we had as 40 40 plus year old African-Americans, you know, there's a lot of things that we have to look at as far as like our preventative health. Um, so we, we, did, we do go to the doctor on a regular basis, get our physicals um, and make sure that we're healthy. Um, and especially for our, each other and for ourselves and our son as well. We have an 11 year old son. So our last couple of visits to the doctor, um, I can speak for myself. My blood pressure was becoming an issue. So for me, I was looking at this like, oh my goodness, what can we do? in order to not have to go straight to medication. I'm sure there's some other alternatives that could be healthier um, and things that we can do for ourselves and our bodies in order to make sure that we're healthy and stay that way. Um, so that was my initial why um, in, in, in turning to this particular lifestyle. Um, and so Snooty Vegans emerged from that and us wanting to share our story and our journey. So that's, that's a brief kind of synopsis of my, my personal story. <laughs> 
I know, right? Cool that down. Get your energy right. <laughs> hey, so the it all starts with with coming that having that moment when you when you kind of like look at your own like mortality in a sense, right? So mm-hmm. kind of like what Michael Claire was saying. Same thing. Uh, I went and got my numbers checked. Now you have to keep in mind that we have been living what we thought was a pretty good healthy lifestyle. You know, we, we were working out. We, we were we thought we were eating healthy in in, in a lot of different ways, but. I got my numbers back from my blood work and it was just, okay. So you know how like in your car and you start it and you get the check engine light and something hasn't broken completely, but your car is like, Hey, if you don't get this worked out, something bad's about to happen. That is what my blood work looked like. It was all check engine light, check engine light. And my doctor was was saying, you're probably gonna have to make some, make some decisions or you're, you're going to start heading into areas with hypertension, blood pressure, diabetes runs in my family. Um, so I came back home, you know, with, with my tail tucked between my legs and I'm looking at my baby and I'm like, something has to change. Whatever it is that we're doing, we're either, we're either misguided, uh, and we're not getting the results that, that we're looking for, or we just have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, everything, and kind of like start from zero and kind of like rebuild this foundation. Please don't throw the baby out. <laughs> <laughs> Do not throw our baby out with the bathwater. I don't mind the bathwater, but not the baby. Hey, so. <laughs> So the brilliance of this by me is that she's one of those people that if you if you give her an idea, it's like go mode. It's like, okay, well, you got me something, you gave me a goal. Now we're about to do this. So she was like, all right, well, let's just start maybe like no meat, no meat Mondays or no meat, what, no yeah. meat Fridays and stuff. We're thinking about going small. And in this household, there is no going small. There's no half measures. Yeah. You either gonna go all in, or, you, or, or or what are we even doing here? Right, right. What, what are we even doing? So we we're like, all right, we're just gonna cut it out for a month. We're just gonna do just a month, and we're going to lean on each other mm-hmm. uh, because it can be a challenge to to do a lifestyle change by yourself. So another big part of Snooty Vegans is being able to do this with somebody that you love, with your partner, with a brother or sister or a best friend or. Or, or whoever it is that can go along with this journey with you. And you get a chance to look at us bump our head and stumble because when you learn anything, I don't care what it is, you're going to have some, some, some stumbles. You're going to have some choices that may not have gone right. Um, it's some things that have gone well that you could celebrate. And we uh, decided to kind of like um, uh, uh, show that path through our Instagram account. So that's how Snooty Vegans was, was started. <laughs> Very well said. <laughs> so you mentioned that you saw the check engine light, you saw the different signs from the blood work, and then you made that transition. But you also mentioned that you thought you were eating healthy. So let's go a little bit into that. Like, what did you, what was your diet like for both of you? What was your diet like before you made this change? They made this transition. So people who are out there might thinking, "Hey, I eat that way too. Maybe I should yeah. you know, think about something." Well, the funny thing is we were actually doing a lot of clean eating. So even though we were eating meat, we felt like we were eating foods that were grown from the ground other than, um, you know, the the meat sources that we had as well. Um, so, and we had cut out a lot of sugar. We hadn't cut it out completely. Um, and we were also doing like protein smoothies and fruit smoothies and those types of things. So as far as we were concerned, we considered ourselves to be healthy. Um, and then that's what the shock was, I think, was that when our numbers came back, like we had mentioned, it wasn't as health, healthy as we had thought. Like there were still some things that we could do to improve our eating and improve our, our health benefits as, as far as like what we were consuming. 
Um, so I think anyone who is clean eating or, or on that type of lifestyle um, should be aware that there are additional benefits. There are additional things that you can do. And as far as like a vegan lifestyle that's added to what you may think is healthy, but it's also increasing to a whole other level of healthy that you may not be aware of. And did you want, did you have anything? Yeah. Uh, every, everything you said. And then there's also a very realization, like some of the people our fan base that, that follow us is, is 40 and over uh, people of color. And that's a very interesting group uh, because you're not in your twenties that can eat anything and not have to deal with the consequences as much as when you're 40 and over uh, we're African-American and some things are going to hit us differently through just DNA than it does uh, uh, other people. So we were like, okay, the stuff that we've been eating beforehand is obviously having a different effect on us than say some 20 year old, like white guy, you know, um, we have to make different choices regarding everything from, from animal based foods, sodium, um, sodium, salt, sugar, caffeine. Uh, but the big, the big change from what we noticed is when we shifted to just strictly just a plant-based diet. And then when we started taking, uh, doing it in measures, like when we went just from having processed plant foods as well to going whole vegan. And then we started noticing different changes with each, with each uh, step that we took in getting deeper in, into the vegan culture. And we we're like, oh, this is for us at this age for for people that look like us. Mm-hmm. And we want to help our friends, loved ones, and family members who look like us, who are in our age category, uh, and, and then teach by, by example. So the old stuff that we were eating doesn't, doesn't fit our body type. Um, and the new stuff we are has drastic changes that are undeniable. So we, we, got, we got to spread the good news, mm-hmm. you know? So, so I could imagine that, you know, the big difference in your diets from then to when you transition was the meat. And now you probably are having dairy. No, Cause other than that, because I'm, as I imagine clean eating, you know, that's non-vegan, it would be maybe the majority plant-based items, you know, your, your whole grains and your, your fresh veggies and your fruits, but mm-hmm. having a big piece of that plate being the meat, being the poultry, yes. the seafood, Correct. those items. So after you, after you went vegan or went on plant-based, plant-based and vegan, what was that time period for you before the next time you got checked out, you did your blood work um, for you to see that difference for those markers to start slowly disappearing? Okay. So here's the thing. So we'll, we'll be almost six months in and like one more month. And then we're, we're, we're going to get our official blood work to see the numbers and then compare it from, from before to after. So we are almost at that mark now so that we can have the actual real full blown evidence right now. The evidence is what's undeniable is just how we feel regarding energy, uh, clarity of thought for me, uh, what was, it was a big thing. Uh, and then just, just overall, just, just feeling healthy, but that actual landmark regarding the numbers is just around the corner. And I know for me, one of the huge determining uh, factors as far as like me being able to recognize it um, with my blood pressure, there were periods of time uh, where I would get these migraines. And so I would be literally bedridden for like an entire day, um, not able to really function um, on on a regular uh, level that I normally do. Um, And I was getting them at least once a month. Um, and so now 
since we've had the transition to a plant-based lifestyle, I literally have not had a migraine to that severity. Um, I've been able to kind of function without having that as a, um, as a thing that happens. So I'm, I've been very, very, very excited and happy about that. And I know that I can contribute it solely to that because nothing else has changed for me. Big one uh, for me was uh, joint mobility. Mm. I, I used to play a lot of basketball a lot when I was a kid and the concrete has like, just absolutely ravished like my knees, shoulder pain, you know, just a lot of big joint pain. And even though I was doing the correct exercises uh, regarding re- rehabbing these injuries, mm-hmm. uh, the swelling was always consistent. Um, I noticed, I'd say probably about the third week in after changing into a plant-based diet that the, my joints weren't swelling almost at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the recovery period had, had really shifted. Uh, from what I can tell, it was, it was the, the big difference is the meat. Um, the, the bounce back and, and the energy and the recuperation was, it was undeniable. So culturally, how has this impacted your life? I know for me, there's not a lot of people in my family that are, there are no one else in my family is vegan. They tried <laughs> it, you know, and you know, they, they are come to a place where they kind of respect, they know this is, you know, my lifestyle and occasionally there'll be a question or two. And mm-hmm. you know, they'll maybe dip into it for a period of time. So like, what has, how's that looked for the both of you with your friends and your family? Okay. <laughs> so I, I have a couple of things going on. So my mom has been a vegetarian or a pescatarian my entire life. So since she was in college in her twenties, um, she's been a pescatarian. So I grew up with at least that level um, of the no meat. Um, she does, you know, obviously do uh, dairy products and things like that. Um, so I kind of knew that there were other ways of eating. So that wasn't, uh, it wasn't a surprise to me to see that there were other ways. Now, my grandmother from Jackson, Mississippi, who is an amazing cook and who I grew up, grew up with, um, in her home and eating her food. Um, she, uh, respects the fact that we are vegan, but when she comes to the house and there's no meat, there might be a problem. So she'll mention it. My brother, anytime I uh, show a picture of a vegan meal, he'll say, where's the meat on the plate? <laughs> so I, you know, so I have that going on. Um, but then I also have friends that are interested in asking questions. Um, so that has been really exciting because like he said, we kind of lead by example in that regard, but we don't have, it. we don't really, we don't push our lifestyle on anyone. Um, we just show our energy, show the benefits, show everything that we've experienced from it. And then if they have questions, if they're interested in learning about why we have so much energy and so much laughter in life, then we always share if they have questions. We also, we did have, we also have a friend who we had gone to a party the other day. I know this is just a quick short story. Mm-hmm. And it was for his son and it was for his son's birthday. And so we were like, oh, he was like, oh, I have some food. And we're like, oh, we're, we're vegan. <laughs> and so he's like, you should have told me I would have had your own special. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that because, because we sure stopped and got some food along the way before we got here. But, um, so I, we, we've had, you know, we, everyone has been supportive, which has been amazing, but you know, no one has really been like, Hey, let me, let me try that. Uh, <laughs> let me try that, that tofu scramble you have over there. <laughs> Yo, my friends, like, where I grew up, everybody always got jokes. That's just my my friend and my crew. It's always jokes. So they're like, oh, you you a herbivore now, right? You over here eating this prairie grass <laughs> and you could be eating these ribs. 
So it's nothing but jokes, but and, and it, it comes from a good place because that's just that's just how we talk. But here's the funny thing, though. Uh, it was jokes, jokes, jokes for a while. And then, you know, I got a I got a little side message, not not from the group text, but from the other text. And my homeboy's like, hey, so um, how'd you get started? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's one of those kind of situations. And, and I, that started happening a lot more and more. And like and like Michael Claire said, we're not trying to push the lifestyle. The best way from our understanding is to lead by example, right? If you see how we're you see how we move in this space and you're curious and you want that same type of joy and love and, and health, uh, you're gonna ask questions. And it it makes them realize that this is something that they want that they want to do instead of us, you know, beating them over the head with a stick and talking about, you know, you dirty meat eater. It, Nobody, nobody's going to respond to that. I know my people definitely aren't going to respond to that. And, and I, and I get that because I was on the other side of that. It mm-hmm. wasn't until I got blood work done and then actually seen the results that made me a believer. I was, I was skeptical throughout. I was, I was that person on the other side. So, so culturally it's, it's different. You know, most of my people are from the South and, and in the South, it's just a different way of eating. It's just not wildly is, is celebrated is, is in other places of the country. So remind me again, which part of like, where are you, where are you both located? We, we currently reside in Denver, um, but we both went to school in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. He was at Morehouse. I was at Clark Atlanta. Um, shout out to CAU. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so, which, and it's funny because right now we're on vacation in Tennessee. So we, we've been, we've been all around, but we currently reside in Denver, Colorado, who, who has an amazing vegan scene by the way and that's it's interesting like i just had conversations with two other people from denver two other vegans from from denver so it's like colorado just keeps showing up in the space so maybe i need to to book a trip out there and you guys show me some some sites out there hey if you come i was about to say if you come we'll show you some good vegan i mean they do have some good vegan cuisine and the good thing about the vegan cuisine there is it's it's like um there's a good um Caribbean place. Mm-hmm. There's a good uh, kind of Asian place. There, mm-hmm. So there's like the the gambit of all kinds of cuisine, which I think is amazing. So, yeah, That's- um, everything she said. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's let's go into that area a little bit and community. That's a huge part of why I'm vegan. You know, yes. people have their multiple reasons, and you have. People are obviously vegan for the animals. People are vegan for their health, vegan for the environment. I like to say I'm vegan because of compassion. And part, and part of that is not necessarily to, it's for me. It's for me to see how I show up in certain situations and to remind myself that I get to be compassionate for everyone and meet them where they are, but be a stand for what I believe in. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what I bring every time that I, have a conversation. It may not always take, <laughs> I may get petty sometimes and I'm aware <laughs> of it. And it's a choice for me. The That's choice right. is important. So how this ties to community. So the community that you're currently in right now, how would you describe it? Is it, there are a lot of different ways for people to jump into veganism. Do you have events? Like what does the community look like in, in Denver? Um, as far as Denver is concerned, of course, because of the pandemic, everything has been um, shut down. Let's let's just be honest. So it's been a little more difficult to raise awareness, especially in the Black community, um, about the vegan lifestyle. 
So the one thing that I can say, and it's not necessarily specific to Denver, um, but for he, for Trey and I, when we went on this road trip currently mm-hmm. that we're on, and um, we made sure to look up uh, Black-owned vegan restaurants along the way, because um, one of our our biggest things that we're that we would like to do is to support um, the different um, vegan businesses and things like that. So we specifically did, they were both black owned. They were both women owned, which is very important to us. Um, So as far as what we can do now, while the world is still kind of just opening up is to support the ones that are continuing to try to establish themselves in the community and support them until we can figure out the best way to support our community in Denver. Yeah. Uh, exposure and, and and conversation are, are the, the 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 two big things. So you mentioned a road trip. Is this part of Snooty Vegans, or is it just vacation? Like, well, tell me a little bit about this road trip and what you've been experiencing. Well, let me tell you, everything is Snooty Vegans for us right now. <laughs> but no, honestly, um, this is the first trip that we've taken since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time since we've been uh, vaccinated and able to kind of venture out of Denver and I'll let uh, Trey tell you what the purpose was. Yeah. So uh, honestly, I, I wanted to hug my mom and dad's neck. So mm-hmm. I was like, yo, road trip. We, mm-hmm. we finally get an opportunity, you know, so it's safe. But here's the thing. Like we knew that we were going to be crossing different cultures heading from Denver here because it's over a thousand miles and in a thousand miles, a lot can change. So we were like, all right, well, let's see if we can't check out other establishments and see how each each state gets down. So we're passing through Kansas City. And in Kansas City, man, the first thing you think about is what? Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be challenging for somebody that's vegan because you traditionally, barbecue is associated with meat. But we knew that there were other people in the space that, that could be creative enough to make that happen. And we found it. I did research. We found a Black-owned establishment that was run by two women who had brisket. Brisket sandwiches. And oh, they they were amazing. Good. I'm finger licking good. Presentation was beautiful. The desserts were great. The vegetables on the sides, like everything was just uh, chef's kiss. And we were like, wow, we got a chance to experience Kansas City culture on a culinary scale that that still supported our our new lifestyle. Mm So it, it gets you excited. So we're, we're passing through Kansas City, and next next thing on the map is St. Louis. St. Louis has its own culture. It's got its own way of how it gets down. Claire, like like Jarvis in in the Iron Man suit, is like I've I, I got you, Tony. I'll figure this out. She she's snooty vegan, Mr. Jarvis. She she found the spot. We, we had we had uh what there was a waiting list that we had to to go. Oh through yeah, they 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 opened up at eight thirty and they were only doing curbside. They weren't allowing you to sit in. Literally, almost everything on the menu was gone by like 8.45. Right. So that lets you know, it's like, wow, there is a need for this. Like people are wanting this. Then I got us fired up again and it did not disappoint. Mm-hmm. Where We found a nice little park, shaded little area that was away from everybody. Cause, you know, we're practicing proper social distance and we literally got a taste of St. Louis yeah. that supported our culture. I mean, our, excuse me, our, our, our lifestyle. lifestyle. So it's it's little pieces of that. We're we're, we're going to go to Nashville and Tennessee because we just got uh, some some great a great tip regarding another uh, venue that that supports our lifestyle. And then we, and each step along the way, we're trying to talk to the creators, the, mm-hmm. the owners of the of the establishment, so that they can get the word out even more. Because now we're in a you know we're we're in a rural community 
and everybody can realize that no matter where you go, you can still take part of the culture of these different regions, regardless of your of your healthy choices that, that you make. Those options are still available. That's right. So tell us if someone is going to your Instagram and quickly plug your Instagram so they know where, they, where to find you guys. Yes, we are at Snooty Vegans. So it's just at Snooty, S-N-O-O-T-Y, Vegans, V-E-G-A-N-S. <laughs> so if they, go to, if they go to at Snooty Vegans on Instagram, what can they expect to see? Well, let me tell you, first of all, they see this handsomely amazing, handsome man oh, here oh. in all of his glory. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm healthy. I'm going to say that. I'm healthy. Yeah, I'm yeah. Healthy. This handsome man, they could get a little bit like, honestly, I feel like what it is, is like, we are so real. Like, this is us. This is how we communicate. This is how we laugh. This is how we live life. This is how we try to enjoy the journey as much as possible. So they kind of get a glimpse into that as far as like we have a, a series that we do called Games and Vegan Thoughts. Mm-hmm. So we play cards together. We've all, we've played card, cards together for the last like 20 years um, since we were in college. But now what we've discovered is that we have these amazing conversations with each other. And a lot of them for us are very thought provoking. Some of them are, are quite humorous to us. We like to laugh. So We've, we've opened that up. And so our conversations are about our vegan lifestyle, about the pros and cons, about the health benefits, about the days that we may crave a little bit of bacon, even if we don't eat it. But we'd be like, hey, let's figure out some, some uh, carrot bacon so we can continue on our lifestyle. Um, but they can see like the genuine side of us. Right. Um, there's also uh, tons of our food that we create because what it is, is I think people have this misconception that we're going to eat salads and carrots all day. And that's not the case. Like we, we make some amazing things. Like last night we had some black bean tostadas that were out of this world. Yeah, they were so good. They were so good. So I'm just saying, you know, so you can see that it's not just salad and carrots that that we eat every day. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, um, what else? What else, Papa? Well, I think the big, I think the big thing is that you, you're getting two perspectives mm-hmm. uh, and, and we, we do have, we do think differently. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like we we're a great team, but we have different approaches and I'm more of the skeptic. And if you are skeptical and you, but you're, but still curious, you can come to our Instagram page and you can see me walk through the process. I mean, I think the, the, the symbol of the carrot with the snooty face is just very fitting because you're, you're kind of like, I don't know if that's necessarily for me. And most people that I know within my life circle, it, they think like that. So it's like, I get it. I, I totally understand. And if you're not necessarily ready to take that step, you know, let us take that step for you. I mean, and we keep it very sincere because not everything is rainbows and sunshines regarding the vegan lifestyle. I mean, I'll, I tell that and I'm like very clear. There's things that may be unexpected that you may have to that you may have to try and figure out, be it everything cost to how your body changes. It's, it's a lot of different things. So you can get a very real uh, understanding of what it takes and what you go through when you take a look at our Instagram page. So what is next for Snooty Vegan? Well, we we are super excited about a lot of things that are coming up. We're doing a lot of um, different collaborations so that we can keep the communication and keep the, um, oh my goodness, now I've lost train of thought. So we can keep the conversation going so we can get it out into the community, get the word out. Um, know, let other people know, even if they're curious that it is, uh, what the benefits are and that it's one of those things where it's like, why not, why not this lifestyle? Um, we are also working on a course to help people transition to a plant-based lifestyle. Um, the fun thing about that is that a lot of times, uh, people feel like they have to do it alone and they do not. 
they can have someone assist them along the way. Um, so I think that that's going to be super exciting. So keep a lookout on our website, our website, on our Instagram for that as well. Um, would I you mean, like to add anything? You knocked all of that right, right off the park. <laughs> we, we just want, we want the lifestyle choice to be reachable. Like you access us, like you would just talk to a friend and be like, Hey man, I'm thinking about it. How'd it work for you? You know, we, from what we've seen a lot of times, uh, other platforms, it's very, it could be very regimented. It could be impersonal as well. Um, you may not necessarily know how to start or even know what to expect. So with our community and people that are our age and look like us, we, we want that transition to be a lot smoother because at the end of the day, uh, we want our loved ones to live long. You will be, be selfish enough to enjoy the, the, the length of their life. And, and a lot of times in our community, that's just not the case, you know, and this lifestyle change can spread that out. So you can have another 10 more years of laughs or another 20 more years of, of hanging out with your grandkids and stuff. We, we, we want that. Mm -hmm. I think that is the best way to help the community is to live a good life, a good long life, and not just a life that's long and filled with a bit of suffering. Mm -hmm. So the last thing I'm going to ask you, and this is the doozy question. Oh, oh wait, no, let me prepare. Can. I know. Let me prepare. <laughs> got to get you, get you, get you ready. I don't want you to be like, Hey, right. what did I sign up for here? You know, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, the class question I like to ask our guests, you have this opportunity to speak to our community, speak to anyone who may find this podcast episode a month mm -hmm. from now, two years from now. What is the message that's on your heart right now that you would like to share with the people who are listening? And this could be on anything you want. This is your floor to talk to our community. Wow. That is the, the golden question, isn't yeah. it? Did yeah. you want to go first? Or you want uh, yeah, I got something oh, just go really ahead. quick. Go ahead. I have a tendency to be long-winded, so I'm going to be <laughs> quick and then let my baby bring it in. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Most people have no idea how good they can feel. I, I didn't either. I didn't realize. I thought I was feeling good at one spot. And then I got my blood work back and I realized I'm not really feeling that good. And a lot of people that I think are just walking through this space thinking that they're at their optimal. You can feel so much better. And if you feel better, you think better. You do things better. You can retrieve your dreams a lot easier. You can spend time with, long, with loved ones a lot longer. Everything starts from here in, in, your, in your body. If this isn't straight, nothing else is really going to matter. Uh, that is so important because if you do want it to be an instrument of change in whatever capacity, whatever path that you want to walk in your life, you have to get your foundation right and first. And your body is your foundation. Your mind is your foundation. And that is directly influenced by the fuel that you put in it. You can make that change and you can start today and you can feel the results a lot faster than you can possibly dream of. There's a whole new world of health that's available to you. You're just willing to take that step. You are listening to the SoFlo Vegans podcast with Sean Russell. This is a 
service announcement. You can believe it or you can doubt it. Let us begin now with the cow. The way it gets to your plate and how. The cow doesn't grow fast enough for man. So through his greed, he makes a faster plan. He has drugs to make the cow grow quicker. Through the stress, the cow gets sicker. 21 different drugs are pumped into the cow in one big lump. So just before it dies, it cries in the slaughterhouse full of germs and flies. Off with the head. They pack it, drain it, and cart it. And there it is in your local supermarket. Red and bloody, a corpse neatly packed. And you wonder about heart attacks? Come on now, man, let's be for real. You all what you eat is the way I feel. But the Food and Drug Administration will tell you meat is the perfect combination. See, cows live under fear and stress. Trying to think what's gonna happen next. Fear and stress can become a part of you. In your cells and blood, this is true. So when the cow is killed, believe it. You preserve those cells, you freeze it. Thaw it out with the blood and season it. Then you sit down and begin eating it. In your body, its structure becomes your structure. All the fear and stress of another. Any drug is addicted by any name. Even drugs in meat, they are the same. The FDA has America strung out on drugs and beef, no doubt. So if you think that what I say is a bunch of crap, tell yourself you're gonna try and stop eating meat and you'll see you can't compete. It's the number one drug on the street, not crack, cause that was made for just black foot ground beef for all American teeth. Life brings life, death brings death. Keep on eating the dead and what's left, absolute disease and negative. Read the book How to Eat to Live by Elijah Muhammad. It's a brown paperback for anybody, either white or black. See how many cows must be pumped up fatter? How many rats gotta fall in the batter? How many chickens that eat shit you eat? How much high blood pressure you get from pig feet? See, you'll consume the FDA, can care less. They'll sell you donkey meat and say it's fresh. We want to thank Michael Claire and Trey from the Snooty Vegans for being today's guests. Remember, if you want to hear the rest of the season before anyone else, consider becoming a member or a partner. Memberships start at $25 for the year and come with a growing list of perks. Your support allows us to keep producing content like this and promoting the vegan community in general. We've been supporting South Florida since 2014 and your continued contributions help tremendously. So with that being said, we would like to give a huge shout out to two of our newest members, Valerie Howell and Tani Remain. Thank you so much for your support. And if you would like to get a shout out of your own, go to SoFloVegans.com slash support and click either the become a member or become a partner sections as well as looking at all of the other ways you can support us 